you have a choice. The call to greatness, to claiming your inner power, is right there waiting for you to accept it, becoming a world-class performer, overcoming your sabotaging patterns, overcoming the dog mind, harnessing your inner power, reclaiming your voice, your confidence, your freedom, having more income and more impact. That is the next step for you. Your job is to rewire your brain with the power of your own mind. That's what neuroplasticity is all about. That's what the human experience is all about. To uncover and rediscover what we are. Human beings, feeling and thinking beings. And by doing so, creating our experience from a moment-to-moment basis. Expand your consciousness into a world where mindfulness meets neuroscience. My name is Fernanda Lind, and I am your host. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Wired to Win show. So this is part one of a two-part series on leadership and how our state of mind impacts the way we lead, the way we live, and the results that we create for ourselves. And on today's episode, on this series on leadership... I'm going to talk about the two archetypes of leadership. In a past episode, I shared the metaphor of the dog mind and having a lion mind. So for context, I'm going to start today's today's episode with the same metaphor, the metaphor of the lion mind, so that those of you who are just jumping in, so that you can follow along as well. Before I share this metaphor, I want to talk a little bit about being in quarantine, trying to record a podcast with three kids and being very real and honest and saying that ah, it's not easy. So to anyone out there, and I would say there's a lot of you who are stuck at home, trying to work, also having kids at home and trying to find a quiet space to sit down and maybe record a podcast (laughs) or something else. I totally feel you. I'm with you. All right, let's dive in. So the first time I heard about this concept, the concept of the dog mind and the lion mind, it was from the Mind Body Awareness Project. So they teach delinquent teens how to live more mindfully. And this is a metaphor that I absolutely love. It kind of changed the way I see myself, the way I work, the way I work with my clients. And this is something that I teach my clients as well. So I want you to imagine that you have a dog in front of you. In your hand, you are you have a big juicy bone and you are waving this bone in front of the dog. So what do you think the dog is doing? So the dog is fixated on the bone, right? I mean, if you're dangling a bone in front of a dog, the dog is going to follow it, kind of with tunnel vision. So now picture you throw this bone and what do you think the dog's doing? Well, the, the dog is going to run after the bone. Of course, the dog can't see anything else. Every single time that you throw a bone, a dog is going to run after it. It has no choice. And now I want you to instead imagine that you have a lion sitting in front of you. You have this big juicy bone in your hand. And the kind of the same scenario, you are 
standing there with a bone in your hand and you're waving this bone and you throw this bone away. So what do you think the lion is going to do? Now I want you to take a moment and think about this. What is the lion going to do? And here's the thing. The lion sees the bone. The lion looks at the bone. But then the lion will shift its attention right back at you. Because you are a bigger bag of bones. The lion doesn't follow bones. He sees the bone, sure. But he's got his eyes on the bigger prize, on the bigger picture. And the lion has the ability to choose. It could choose to run after the bone if the lion wanted to, but it can choose to stay and focus on you instead. And this metaphor is incredibly powerful because it really shows you that you can have two states of mind, two states of consciousness. Meaning you can have a dog mind where you run after every single bone, or you can have a lion state of mind where you are grounded, you're calm, and you have your eyes on the bigger picture. And this metaphor hit me hard the first time I heard it, mainly because I identified strongly with the dog mind. I mean, even though I was highly successful working in the financial markets, I was managing a billion dollar portfolio, I realized that I had been ruled by my dog mind most of my life. And I started using this metaphor with my clients to, again, demonstrate how the vast majority of people go on this journey of personal evolution. How they go from a struggling dog mind leader to a successful lion mind leader. And the dog mind and the lion mind really represent this journey. The journey from unconscious to conscious. The journey from surviving to thriving. And this podcast episode really goes into those two states of minds and explains this metaphor more in detail. So I'm going to expand on this metaphor. And the reason I believe this metaphor became the basis of my work and the method that I teach my clients was because it was my own story. From fighting with the world, fighting with myself, feeling angry, empty, unfulfilled despite my accomplishments, to finally thriving, feeling really fulfilled as a leader and running my own highly successful business. And these are really the cliff notes. <laughs> because I'm going to be real and very honest with you here. I mean, it was absolutely not some kind of pink, unicorn, fluffy journey. Not at all. What really stands out, though, is really the, the crap that I had to go through in order to overcome my dog mind and to finally become the lion mind. I had to overcome obstacle after obstacle. And no, I'm not talking about outer obstacles, but really the inner ones, the battle to overcome my own damn self. And that's the most important part of this story. And here's the truth. Everyone wants to just like hear the good parts. 
the fluffy pink parts and just hear how it all happened by magic and that it was easy, that it was effortless. But most people skip those dark parts, the ugly parts, the parts that really matter when we're sharing our kind of success stories. And I'm not going to do that to you. I believe that you deserve better. So I'm here. I'm going to share the good. I'm going to share the bad. I'm going to share the ugly parts. And I'm going to share those parts that almost broke me. The failures, the battles, but also the triumphs. So when I embarked on this journey of personal evolution, I was the dog mind in action. I was in survival mode. I was highly unaware, highly unconscious. Again, that was not cute. Nothing I'm proud of. But it makes me think of a quote. The quote that says, If you think it's expensive to hire a professional to do the job, wait until you hire an amateur. And I was the amateur. Full-blown dog mind. The amateur in action. My dog mind had me totally locked up in an inner prison and like literally so whatever the impulse or crippling thought I would run after it I would react to it my revelation was that the dog mind was never ever gonna be capable of claiming that big bag of bones that I wanted it would be forever stuck running after every single small bone that was thrown in its way So whatever success, impact, and freedom that was dangled in front of the dog mind, it would always escape its awareness. Unless I chose to master my lion mind, nothing would ever change. And to me, that single realization, that insight, changed absolutely everything. And I finally got to see the truth. The truth that I could either stay in my dog mind, I could either stay battling with myself and creating mediocre results for myself, fighting the world, staying stagnant, perpetually in that kind of survival mode, missing out on my life completely. Or I could choose to master my inner world, mastering my universe. And I could choose to become the lion mind. And the transformation was not pretty again. Not going to lie to you. Absolutely not easy. It was not a quick fix. On the contrary, this was the hardest fight, the hardest battle of my life. I had to crawl myself out of that inner prison, out of my own hellhole. And who knew that the biggest battle we face is with the one in the mirror? Sam Harris writes in his amazing book, Wake Up, he writes, and I'm going to quote him here, he says, Having spent years observing my mind in meditation, I find such sudden transitions from happiness to suffering both fascinating and rather funny, and merely witnessing them goes a long way toward restoring my equanimity. My mind begins to seem like a video game. I can either play it intelligently, learning more in each round, or I can be killed in the same spot by the same monster again and again. 
And I absolutely love this quote because that is the story of my life. I was killed in the same spot by the same monster again and again. But the only way that I had to overcome my own self, my own monster, was to choose. Making the active choice on embarking on a journey that would forever change my life. Looking back, I don't know if I even had a choice, to be honest. I must admit that it always felt inevitable, that it was meant to be. Entering this, the battle of the minds, the battle of the dog mind and the lion mind, was destined to be. Looking back, it was clear that I really never had a choice. And I even remember thinking that, I'd, that I could just choose to unsee what I had seen and just kind of could go back to my old life, to my old self. <laughs> like that was even a possibility. And I remember playing with that thought. But here's the thing, being consciously incompetent, meaning being like painfully conscious, painfully aware that I was the dog mind, that was even worse. I mean, that was painful at a soul level. There was no going back. There was no return to that old self. Like I've already seen the truth and it was painful. And that kind of call to action was staring me straight in the eye. And the only acceptable choice was to say yes. Okay then, yes to embarking on a journey that would forever change my life. And deep inside, I knew. I really, really knew that I had to go through this personal transformation. Like I could feel it deep in my bones that it was my purpose. It was my mission in life to overcome my own damn self so that I could help. So that I could help other dog minds out there do the exact same thing. And life had really dragged me down to that dark place. Oh, and this journey of stepping into the lion mind fully and to never hold back again, that was bigger than me. That calling was really bigger than me. But I'm going to be real here because the truth is that I hated this calling at first. I remember thinking, like, just leave me alone. Ah, I just was screaming to my inner voice. All I ever wanted was to just live my life on my own terms. And I remember that I spent quite a few months kind of in a mental crisis, not ready at all to step into this calling. But obviously that resistance, that fight did not work. <laughs> life does what life does, regardless if we like it or not. And looking back, I can just see how scared I was. My biggest fear was that, the unknown, like having no clue who I would become in the process. And I had no idea what operating from the lion mind would look like. Like I was really afraid. I was afraid that I would lose myself in the process or worse, that what if I succeed? Like what then? What do I do with that? Like I just felt so afraid because I knew that there was no going back ever again from that but I didn't let that stop me and the truth is that not everyone has the courage to become the lion mind a lot of people choose to stay in their dog minds 
and they are not invested in their transformation or personal evolution. And they don't understand the implications of operating from their dog mind. Or worse, they don't even care what's at stake. So they are remaining stuck in a dog mind battle forever. And having made it to the other side, I now have become a mentor to other ambitious, high-achieving professionals who are stuck in their dog minds, even though they've had many achievements and accomplishments in their lives. And I now show them the path to becoming their lion minds. And this is my wish, is for you to learn from my mistakes, from learn from my failures, and also to learn from my successes. And hopefully I can show you a new perspective, a new paradigm on how to live from the lion mind instead of operating from a dog mind. So, all right, without much further ado, let's jump back in time. So this story begins with me working in the financial markets. I was thrown into the aftermath of the crisis of 2008. And considering the chaos and panic that ensued, that kind of became a new normal. So life was all about survival and every day for many, many years going forward, it was all about managing uncertainty, managing risk and operating from that state of mind that a crisis is right around the corner. And I kept asking myself the question, how do we mitigate that risk? And my responsibilities escalated pretty quickly. Through the years, I was managing a huge portfolio, was trading in bonds and currencies and interest rate derivatives. And having three small kids, having a successful career, having a mortgage, I was like any other high achieving individual, I guess, pretty ordinary in that sense, pretty average for an ambitious woman working in the financial markets or in corporate. And Stockholm, where we lived, is pretty cruel in the long winters. The majority of the year is engulfed in darkness and battling kind of depression, suffering from the absence of light is also pretty common. And in order to cope with a highly demanding job and operating in a high stakes environment, I found myself like stuffing my emotions down, the emotions of stress and doubt, just stuffing them down with food or shopping, kind of my two drugs of choice. And commuting to work took me over an hour one way. So I'd spend the ride on the subway wondering, like, is this it? I remember thinking, I'm not sure this is what I signed up for, you know, when I applied to be a (laughs) grown-up. I was feeling resentful. And it felt like I was meant for way more. And that despite my achievements, I was not really fulfilled. So if the perfect career, the perfect family, living in an amazing city like Stockholm, didn't complete me, then what would? And my soul was screaming for more, like I knew life could be different. I had a vision of how I wanted my life to feel, who I wanted to be, but I just had no clue on how to get there. And I spent several years working really hard, hustling, hoping that the next promotion was going to make me happy and fulfilled. And my responsibilities grew, and the more responsibility I was given, the more disconnected I was feeling. The paradox was that my work was amazing. A dream job. I really mean that. Like, I loved my job. 
and amazing colleagues, a great boss. But my inner state was kind of disconnected. And I knew something had to change. My anxiety was increasing. I, I remember looking in the mirror and I didn't recognize myself. I didn't really like who I'd become. And I knew there was a better version of me. And I deserved better. And I knew that the people around me deserved way better. And the worst part was that I could feel that I had more in me to give. That I had more energy, way more potential. But I just couldn't access it, no matter how hard I tried. And then one day while at work, I received a phone call from my husband. And he said, hey, not to scare you, but I think I might have to go to the emergency. Like I lost my vision and my head hurts. And our world came crashing down. After MRIs and several tests, the results came back. And yeah, you have a cyst in your brain. And no, it doesn't seem to be life-threatening yet. But it shook us. And life never looked the same after that. It was a harsh and rude wake-up call. That was not cute. And no matter how much I tried, I just couldn't shake that feeling off. Get rid of that feeling that time's up. Hey, time's ticking. And death felt very real and near for the first time. And what happened next might surprise you. I quit my job, just like that. Like I walked away from an amazing career. The decision was not easy. I'm going to be real with you. It was that kind of poop my pants kind of scary decision. But it was quitting or missing out on the opportunity to really find out what I was truly capable of. And that defining moment forced me to step into my lion mind. It forced me to look at what really matters and stand face to face with my own precious life. I had no choice here because it was either continued operating from my dog mind, living unconsciously, never deeply knowing what I was capable of, or it was reclaiming my confidence, my power, my voice, and tapping into my true potential, and testing my limits, and betting on myself. And it was choosing to live fully and playing full out, not holding back ever again. And that, my friends, changed everything. And let me show you what I had to go through to become the lion mind. But first, again, let me be crystal clear. I chose to become the lion mind. It was a choice, a decision that I made. I chose to embark on this journey of personal evolution. It was a choice that I made. And it all came down to making a decision. It was not magic. It was not chance. There was absolutely no luck involved whatsoever. And there was absolutely not like, this is the right moment. And I want this to be clear. It was absolutely all the opposite of that. I made a decision. That was it. I went as far as burning <laughs> my bridges. And no, you don't have to go that far. But I decided that I 
didn't have time to live a life from the dog's state of mind. I decided that I had enough and I knew time was precious. And here's the truth. Not everyone is ready to commit to becoming the lion mind. I get that. I would also actually say that in fact, most people choose to stay in their limited paradigm, operating from their dog minds, like being pulled in all directions, repeating the same mistakes again and again, never ever getting to know their true potential. Most people choose to live unconsciously. They have no clue that they are unconscious and they are just stuck creating mediocre results for themselves year in and year out and wonder, why the heck am I not fulfilled or achieving my goals? And please know I'm not judging. It is what it is. But the reality is that not everyone is cut out for the amount of work, the amount of commitment that is required to rewire your own brain and to step into your lion mind. And if you're listening right now and the thought of transcending your own limitations, if that scares you, then hey, it's totally cool. I'm not here to judge you. But if the thought of being in the same place a year from now terrifies you, then you do have a choice. You have a choice. The call to greatness, to claiming your inner power, is right there waiting for you to accept it. Becoming a world-class performer, overcoming your sabotaging patterns, overcoming the dog mind, harnessing your inner power, reclaiming your voice, your confidence, your freedom, having more income and more impact. That is the next step for you. And I want to invite you to stop fighting this calling. Like really stop settling for less and just accept that invitation to embark on this journey of becoming your lion mind. And it is the time now, because if not now, when is the time? If not now, when? It is the time now to deeply surrender and just saying yes to what is on that other side and trust that it is more than worth it. That what is on that other side, that unknown, that that is absolutely worth fighting for and that you are worth that, that you deserve that. And all right, my friends, that is it for today. But in the next episode, in part two of this series, I am going to talk more about these two archetypes, the dog mind and the lion mind. And I'm going to expand on how they operate and also the consequences of operating from these two different states of mind. And with that being said, wherever you are in the world, I hope you're safe. I hope you're sane. I hope you're staying grounded. And I'm sending you so much love. Bye, everyone. You have been listening to the Wired to Win podcast with me, Fernanda Lind. For more episodes, show notes, links, and ways to subscribe to the show, go to fernandalind.com forward slash podcast. Please subscribe and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you go to get your podcasts to help others find the show.